When the heat death of the universe hits, what will be left? This podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast at the end of the universe, where I talk to my friends about anything and everything, especially those things that we are passionate about. I'm your host, Shai, and I'm so thrilled that you could be joining me today. Having a podcast has been something that I've been thinking about for a few years and has definitely been a dream of mine, and I'm so glad that it is my 2023 goal and I'm finally doing it, and it's very, very exciting, and I'd like to thank all of you for being here today. Today is just going to be pretty different from what I'm planning for the rest of this podcast to be, or where I'm hoping that it goes, but honestly, it's just pretty much going to be anything that I want, just any topics that me and my friends really want to talk about, but I thought for my inaugural episode, it'd be nice to do some reflecting on my 2022 year because I don't know I just think that that'd be a nice way to sort of get to know the host a little better even though I have a few episodes coming up where you're going to get to know me a lot more especially the next episode that is supposed to come out which is a quiz with some of my friends who I've known for a very long time on how well they know me so that will be very exciting. So make sure you follow or subscribe depending on where you're listening to you. Make sure you just stay up to date with this podcast so you know when episodes are coming out. And just to get ahead of this, the name of the podcast, yes, is influenced by the restaurant at the end of the universe book from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series. And that was completely unintentional. I just remember like reading that cover somewhere. So that definitely influenced me, but I wasn't thinking about that when I did the name of this podcast, it just sort of came from me thinking about names and that just came to my head. Not the book, but just like the name of this podcast. It came to my head and I just sort of thought it was a little silly and a little cute and I thought it would be pretty funny because literally this podcast is going to be about niche things, pop culture things, literally anything and it's just going to be thrown out into the universe and it is just going to stay there. And so, yeah, but that's enough rambling about the name of this podcast, but I just wanted to get ahead of that because I was also thinking about that and I thought it was funny because I don't even feel particularly passionate or particularly passionate, yeah, about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series. So I just thought it was sort of funny. But anyways, today we will be counting down sort of like, I can't even call it 10 moments. It is literally just 10 random things that I really, really liked about 2022. Today is just going to be a chill, chill podcast reflecting on this because I would like to have this documented and I thought it'd be nice to have a chill first podcast episode. And also it is like 12.30 a.m. when I am filming this just because I'm not that tired and you know, I am just in the mood to record something. And so we're just gonna have a pretty chill time. So have some hot chocolate, have a coffee, get some water, have some tea have a snack. I'm personally having water because I have not drank enough water today. And I'm just going to recount some great things, honestly, from 2022 that includes lessons, some of my favorite things, just reflecting on my 2022 year. And so my first one is pretty, it's not that big or I feel like that significant, but something that I learned about myself was that I really like driving for prolonged periods of time just by myself. I would have to drive from school to my home just because I had to bring stuff with me and I had to bring my dog. So I need to be able to drive and just not take a plane just because I'm so tired of taking planes, honestly. But um, I found out that I was really good at keeping myself company. 
I really liked downloading podcast episodes, making really long road trip playlists, and just having some me time. It gave me a lot of time to think and just reflect on life in general, and it was just really nice. Driving through the East Coast is really, really pretty, and it's a really nice time. But granted, I'm also, I would consider myself a pretty decent driver at that. Like, I don't get super anxious when I drive. And so I would understand if you're an anxious driver that that does not seem like a great time. But I don't know. I don't mind driving, and it was really nice. And it was really good to know that I am good at keeping myself company. So if I need to, if I'm ever in a position where I need to do that forcibly for some reason, it's really nice to know that I'm really good at that. And so I would recommend just taking some drives by yourself. I feel like it's a great way to clear your head and just think about things. For me, it's sort of like thinking in the shower just without being in the shower. So that's really nice. I definitely thought about if I had a podcast, what would I do for that while I was doing my drives up and down from college? And I did get some ideas for this podcast and it's just very exciting and I highly recommend it. And moving on to number nine, which feels very different from just learning that I really liked driving by myself and recommending it to others is just media that I really enjoyed this year. Um, There was a lot of it, but this is specifically for like shows, movies, and games. I'm grouping all of those together. Um, First thing that I have on this list, which I think is really funny, is that me and my roommate, while completely sober, ended up watching Riverdale backwards. We were just, we ordered Popeyes and we were like, we really want to watch something, but we didn't want to watch the show that we usually watched when we watched Popeyes because like we just weren't in the mood for it. Um, Which shout out to Kakiguri, that's what we usually watch, but we just weren't in the mood for it at that time. And so I suggested that, you know, we just watch something, something silly and that we didn't really need to think about. And so I suggested watching my favorite horrible, horrible show, Riverdale. And we jumped into, like, the latest season where they all have superpowers. And honestly, if you didn't know that, I am so sorry that I had to be the bearer of that news. But we watched it on the CW, like, app, I think. It was either the app or the website. Either way. It started us on the most recent episode. And we didn't even realize it. And we somehow ended up watching five episodes backwards. And somehow it made complete sense. Or at least for, like, the first three episodes. It made complete sense somehow and seemed like a coherent story. And if anything, we said that going the other way made the story seem less cohesive or coherent. Like, it was, I don't know. It was just insane. And honestly, maybe I'm just going to start watching Riverdale backwards now because it was quite the experience and it made it more funny and it made it more enjoyable to watch than watching it the way that it's supposed to be watched. And I just remembered last year, Netflix came out with that show where you could watch it in any order and it tells a new story. But like Riverdale did that first, honey. Like you could watch season five backwards and somehow made sense. But anyways, I do have a podcast idea where me and my roommate both choose a random episode and try to explain the episode to the other person without any context. So look forward to that in the future. And then moving on from Riverdale, I have here indie horror content. Honestly, really just shout out to the Backrooms, the Mandela catalog. Like, they came out with some amazing things this year. If you're a fan of horror, I would highly recommend watching these things. 
They're both on YouTube. They're both phenomenal. Some of my favorite indie horror content out there. It's so good. And I am literally so jealous of the way that they're able to edit so amazingly and tell these amazing stories. I'm so excited to see what they come out with. They've also just inspired me creatively to think about projects that I want to do and do more of my own passion projects because watching them, I'm like, wow, this is like really great. And both Alex Kirster and Kane Pixels, I believe, are roughly around my age. I believe Kane Pixels is a bit younger than me, and I think Alex Kirster is slightly older than me. But like, I don't know, seeing people who are about my age just doing really, really cool things, and I believe they're both self-taught, is just really, really inspiring. And so I hope to do some cool stuff like them in the future. But shout out to them. Highly recommend that you go watch those things. And then I also biasly have Walted Files here. Walted Files did not come out with anything new this year. Martin Walls has been working so, so incredibly hard, and I absolutely admire him for that. But Walton Files, by far one of my favorite, just like favorite anything in general. I love it so much. Um, like I said, there were no new episodes or, well, there was a few teasers, but um, nothing too long. But honestly, I just like like putting in Walton Files into anything I do and shouting it out all the time because I do love it so much. So anyways, shout out to the Backrooms Mandela Catalog and Walton Files. Go watch them. Go give them some love. Or if you're looking for something new, you know, watch something with your friends or watch it by yourself. But I wouldn't recommend that because they all three of them are pretty scary. <laughs> and on a very similar note, moving on to my favorite horror games of the year. Now, listen, I didn't play them. I watched them. I don't have the time to play them because even though I have a gaming channel, I am just not good at playing games. It would take me a million years and I've got about a million and ten things to do. So I just end up watching them. But two games that really stood out to me this year that I absolutely loved. I mean, they just happened to be horror games, honestly. But I did really enjoy watching The Mortuary Assistant. Um, I know my roommate really liked watching Corey Kenshin play it. I loved watching Markiplier play it. I thought it was overall a pretty good game. There were definitely things that needed that, well, I guess just could have been stronger, but overall enjoyed the game. And just the series that Corey Kenshin came out with on, like, based on, based on the game-ish that was talking just about racism on YouTube, like, as a platform, was also really, really important. And if you haven't seen that, I would highly recommend watching it because it was a really good set of videos and it just, I don't know, it talks about really important issues on the platform right now and just in life in general that I highly recommend that you go give a listen to. But outside of that, The Mortuary Assistant, pretty great game. I really enjoyed it. And then on a very different end of the spectrum, I feel like FNAF Glitch Attraction was really, really good. I enjoyed that. I believe that came out this year. I'm pretty sure. But watching people play the glitched attraction was really funny. It is such a well-made game. Like, honestly, the new Five Nights at Freddy's games really need to take on or take inspiration from the glitched attraction because it was so good. The story, amazing. The graphics, amazing. The gameplay, unique. Like, it was so, so good. And watching Matt Pat get frustrated as he played it was honestly just so, 
it, it was really funny. Highly recommend you play the game or you watch some YouTubers play the game. It is really great. Maybe one day I'll play it when I have time, hopefully at some point. But also on a very similar note to the glitched attraction, I believe it was called Juniors something. I was just thinking about it when I was saying glitch attraction. It was something like FNAF Juniors or something like that. And oh my god, it was so good. Like the gameplay was amazing. The lore definitely could have been stronger, but honestly, the graphics and the gameplay made up for it. It was so good. The twist at the end, which I won't spoil it because you should all go play it or at least watch it. It's just like chef's kiss it's what i want to see from five nights at freddy's as a franchise but honestly i'll probably have an entirely separate podcast talking about how <laughs> five nights at freddy's can be updated and take a lot of inspiration and tips from these fan games that are coming out and moving away from horror games onto movies i have i have three movies listed here two of them were new this year and one of them is not new, but I saw it and it was really nice. So I'll just start off with that one. Um, I became an AMC Stubbs Rewards member this year. They were having a sale on it and it was an impulse buy. And honestly, I don't regret it because while everyone had their, oh my God, I missed the movies phase after the pandemic in like 2021, mine finally hit like this year. And during the summer, I was like, wow, I really miss the movie theater, which I had never felt before because honestly, movie theaters give me anxiety. And so it was pretty big for me to be like, oh, wow, I really, really want to go to the movies. And, you know, I saw a few of them, a few that won't be named because they just were not that good. But I did happen to see Kiki's Delivery Service with my mom just because they were doing a studio ghibli fest and they i think they had like one a month and so i saw that one with my mom and she really enjoyed it i really liked it i didn't watch studio ghibli growing up but when she watched it she sort of regrets not showing me studio ghibli films she had nothing against them she just didn't know what they were but she wishes that she does because she thought that it was so so cute and so i'm hoping that at some point i can show her all of the other movies she likes watching them in movie theaters so I'm just going to have to hit them all when they come back to theaters because I'm sure they will. But yeah, she really enjoyed it and it was really cute. If you haven't watched Studio Ghibli films, I highly recommend it. They're absolutely adorable. The stories are so cute and warm, or at least some of them. I haven't watched all of them, so I can't speak for all of them. But the animation's absolutely amazing and the aesthetics are absolutely stunning. And then for the other two, speaking of Riverdale, the other two do involve Riverdale stars, so you probably know which ones they are, but do revenge starling Camila, Men Camila Mendez, I think that's her name, Cam Cammy Mendez, something, I feel like I'm forgetting her name, but y'all know who I'm talking about, she plays Veronica, um, she was in do, do revenge with the, oh my god, I'm forgetting everyone's name, but the girl who plays... Oh my god, I am forgetting her name. The girl from Robin. Robin from Stranger Things. Both of them were in that movie. And oh my god, it was just... Is her name Maya Bird? I'm gonna have to look it up now. Maya Hawk. That's who I'm trying to think of. And then Camila. Yeah, Camila Mendes. Yeah. Both of them were in Do Revenge. And it was just so, so good. I just liked it. It was a really good movie. Me and my friends were giggling the entire time and i don't know 
I, I feel like I don't have many words to say tonight besides things are just really great. But it was really funny. Um, It felt unique to me. Granted, the original story that it was based off of, I've, I think it was based off of a book or a former movie. I had heard about it, but I didn't know what it was actually about. And so I just, it felt really refreshing as a film. Like the aesthetics were there. The story was great. There was a few like plot holes in a way but honestly they could really be overlooked with how like campy the movie was and so i just really overall great movie and in a very similar note to that look both ways with lily reinhardt was also absolutely amazing although it did give me a slight existential crisis because as i was watching the movie you know i was just like cleaning my apartment and this is my first apartment and I sort of sat there and I was like, whoa, not that the story was about me, but I'm at the age where young adult movies like that one are about people who are my age or an age that I am quickly approaching. Like she was just coming out of college. I am in my junior year of college. So I'm very close to that. And it was just so, such like an whoa moment that really caused me to sit down and just sort of like think about life and it was sort of crazy and it was also just like a really cute movie that also felt very refreshing because I feel like the last few at least Netflix movies that I had watched felt very repetitive and I've seen it before and not a fan and like one of the ones that I watched was like Purple Hearts which that's its whole own thing and then the one that I watched before that was like the Addison Ray movie, which I personally found funny, but funny in a not like actual comedy that I enjoy way, if that makes any sense. Like, but granted, you know, Purple Hearts and the Addison Ray movie are two movies that I can do entire podcast episodes about. So maybe you'll see those one day. But moving away from movies to the food I had in 2022. I'm always looking to go out of my comfort zone when it comes to food, honestly. And it's not even like a comfort zone thing. I just love trying new flavors and trying new cuisines and foods. And I feel like I didn't do too, too much of that last year, but I did get to find a Puerto Rican restaurant in DC, which was so exciting. So if y'all are ever in DC and you're looking for some great, amazing Puerto Rican food, La Famosa is your place to go. It makes me feel like I'm at home, but it's like a very nice little modern twist or take on some classic Boricua food. And it made me feel like I was right at home. So highly recommend it. That was really, really nice. And there are no new other food places that I've tried that come to mind. I have an entire bucket list of restaurants and things that I want to try for 2023. But I did get a lot more into cooking at the end of 2022, which was really fun. Having my apartment and having my own space to cook instead of a communal cooking space in a dorm was amazing and such a just great and changing experience is not the right phrase for it, but like, you know, a transitional moment that was really nice. I have grown up liking or taking a liking to baking and cooking because my family is just really into that. I mean, my mom is Puerto Rican and my dad is from the South. So cooking is just two big cultural things from both sides. And so it's just something that I've grown up really enjoying and wanting to do someday. And it's really nice that I can take sort of, I don't know, 
that I have my own space and my own things to cook. And so, yeah, I tried a lot of things, some basic things because, you know, I'm coming from classes, so I can't get too fancy with it. So just doing chicken, hamburgers, things like that. But I'm very excited to try cooking more challenging things in the coming year. And I do have a cooking channel for that that you can go subscribe to on YouTube. It's at Shy Smith, spelled C-H-Y-S-M-I-T-H. And you can go follow there for cooking tips and baking tips because I am not about gatekeeping good food secrets and good recipes. Like I want to share with y'all what I know and what I'm learning. I feel like it's just a great way to connect with my friends who also want to know how I cook. Also just connect with my family back home that I can send them the videos and they can see what I'm cooking and they can send me the recipes that they're doing and they can watch me try them. So I think it'll be really fun. And if you want to see that, go subscribe. I was just editing my bread video tonight and I did not realize how chaotic I am in the kitchen. And if you go and watch the video, it may not seem that chaotic to you, but I did have to cut out quite a few chaotic vids because I was like, wow, I was just really going off. I was really having a night, I guess. But I think that's also how I always am. So yeah, make sure you go subscribe to that. But 2022 had some really delicious food in general, but I'm so excited for 2023 to try some new things. And also there's a food part that I want to talk about, but it's further on my list, that, so I'm not going to get to that just yet. But moving on to the music, the music in 2022 popped off. But granted, my list of my favorite albums of the year may be a wee bit controversial because I feel like Midnight's is just not as high as people would want it to be. But like, listen, I have about one, two, three, four, I have five top albums on here and no one give me any hate. Listen, I liked the Midnight's album. Was it my favorite of hers? No, like I am a folklore evermore girly but at the same time you know i'm a 1989 and like reputation girly but like i don't know i just don't think i was like i wasn't in the vibe for midnight at that point but like i love i love the songs like i still listen to it i still really like it but like you know i just wasn't feeling it at the time like it's just not what i needed but like, I do understand that people really, really like the album. And I also enjoy the album. Like I, oh my God, what was my top song? It was Masterminds was my top song. I played it 177 times within the 10 days that it was out between when it came out and when Spotify stopped recording like numbers. So like, I do love the album, don't get me wrong. But there were just some other albums that I really enjoyed just for like, personal reasons like all of these I can't really compare to each other because they're all different and they're all amazing in such different ways and I appreciate them in different ways but the way that I have this ranked is honestly purely just based off of like personal reasons and just personal liking but yeah I have Midnight's at number five just because like it was good but like it's just not what I needed at the time but I'm sure one day I will listen to the full album again and be like, oh my god, this is what I need right now. It's my favorite right now. But yeah, going on to number four, if y'all listen to Rhett and Link, then maybe you've heard of James and the Shame, which is Rhett's, I think it's like a band, it's like a little, it's not a one-man band, but it's like his little singing 
group, I don't really know what to call it, but he made an album about his religious deconstruction process. And, you know, as a person who went to Catholic school and has grown up in a religious setting, it was just so, I keep saying amazing throughout the podcast, but honestly, it was truly amazing. I listened to it so much easily in the top five of my favorite albums of the year and i'll be going into 2023 listening to it it is such a personal album that i highly related to and i could not recommend it enough to people who have come out of religious settings are still in religious settings i've recommended it to all of my friends who i went to high school with that are on their own religious deconstruction journeys because it is just I don't know, like no amount of words that I say can fully articulate how I feel about that album. It's just truly amazing. And then going on to number three, the SZA album, it was just, it was just what I needed. Like it was just face to face, like that slight punk rock feel, like that 2004 punk rock. Like, yes, maybe people don't get the same vibes from that one as I do, but that's what I get. And I think it absolutely is amazing. Every song, an absolute bop, an absolute hit. Loved it. And then number two, Noah Kahan. This one is so biased. This one literally sounds like New England. And having spent 20 years living in New England, like I listened to that and I've never felt so understood as someone who has like grew up here. Like, every single thing, I was like, oh my god, I can drive through New Hampshire and Vermont and Maine listening to this. And, like, I would just feel so, it would just feel so perfect. And also, when he said, I'm only mean because I grew up in New England, like, so, so true, bestie. Like, so, so true. This also came out in October, and I was home, and, like, the leaves were changing, and oh my god. It was a vibe. I absolutely love it. Also, Stick Seasons, I cried to that. Like, I love that album. Truly, truly something and absolutely love it. And then my number one is an album that I feel like went highly, highly under the radar when it came to my friends. But the Maggie Rogers album that came out this year was superb. Like, top-notch shit right there. Every song, and well, okay, when I say an absolute banger, like they weren't like pop songs, but like emotionally bangers. My favorite one was Shattered. I listened to it constantly. I had to go, okay, I had a really crazy week back in September where I had to go fly home for an emergency dentist appointment within two days. So essentially, I was in DC, flew home for two days back in DC for one day and then flew to California for a conference for a few days and that entire week I would not stop playing this album it was so so good and like I have an entire notes like page entirely dedicated to lyrics that I pulled from every song that I resonated with like it was just that good of an album that I still listen to at least one song off of that album like at least once per week because it is just that good for me. But granted, the way that I have listed all of these songs obviously is not going to resonate with everyone. These are just my personal opinions, because honestly, when it came down to all of these, it just came down to honestly, like, really personal little 
personal reasons for why they got a certain spot that they did. But honestly, every single artist that I've just talked about did amazing. Their work was, I don't know. All of their work is impeccable and absolutely love them. And then moving on to, actually, one last thing for music. I got to go to my first Halsey concert this year, which was really big because she's one of my favorite artists. And she was definitely my favorite artist during middle school and throughout high school. And I cried when I listened to Colors because that's one of my favorite songs and was definitely my favorite song throughout middle school and high school. And that was just a really nice experience. And I got to go with my dad and he also loves Halsey's music. So that was also just really nice. Um... So yeah, this is honestly going a little longer than I thought it would. So I'm going to try to speed through these. Um, So number six, just really quickly, birthdays. Um, I made my roommate a cake that she absolutely loves. If y'all look up cheese slice cake, it is literally a cake that has like craft singles on it. And it made something similar for her birthday. Not with craft singles, but I made it with fondant or at least orange fondant. It, it was just really fun making it with my friends and she absolutely loved it. And it was one of the highlights of my year because I was so excited. I had been sitting on that idea ever since me and her started talking like before our freshman year. So I was really excited to do that. And then also for my birthday, she was just such a sweetheart and she made me a little escape room in our apartment and it was just so adorable. She'd also gone out that morning and bought me a chocolate croissant and a cake and it was just super, super cute. I like birthdays are such a big thing for me and it made me so it touched my heart so much that she went out of her way to do something so nice for my birthday that it definitely made it onto my top 10 moments of the entire year so Julia if you're listening shout out to you girl like you really really touched my heart with that one love you so much and then moving on to number five As I mentioned, my mom and her side of the family is from Puerto Rico, and we went back this year, which was the first time in seven years, I believe. It was definitely the first time after Hurricane Maria, and it was quite bittersweet. We were all so excited to go back, but a large part of the reason that we went back was because my grandma died last November, and so we wanted to go and sort of like, you know, revisit some memories, revisit her home. My grandpa got to go back and he was very excited to be back in his home. And it was just really nice because this is the first time. I mean, not that I haven't been conscious for seven years, but or I guess growing up, I went to Puerto Rico every year. And the last time I went was right before seventh grade. And obviously I was conscious for everything, but like I didn't fully appreciate it because I mean, I was definitely still a kid very young and I didn't fully understand the full grasp of how much Puerto Rico meant to me and my family and so not having been there for seven years and just seeing everything that's gone on there and losing my grandma um I don't know it just made me go back to Puerto Rico with a different viewpoint and honestly I hope to do an entire podcast episode dedicated to that at some point just reflecting on that entire experience maybe bringing some of my family members on but it was just really big and I got to have some amazing amazing food I wasn't a picky eater as a kid but whenever we went to Puerto Rico my grandma spoiled me by only feeding me pork chops the entire week and so I was satisfied that I didn't really have anything else but this year I tried some fresh coconut water which nothing beats having straight up coconut water out of a coconut like nothing beats that 
so so good um had some pastelillos arepas bacalao so good can't wait to go back and have that food is it good for you no but is it delicious yes it's good for your soul and i love it love it love it so much but yeah i hope to do a podcast episode going deeper into that experience um at some point so make sure you stay tuned for that and then number four going back to my roommate um she visited massachusetts two times in 2022 um she came for the summer which was really or not for the entire summer she came for a week in the summer which was really fun my family absolutely loved her she came for my grandpa's party we ended up watching the entirety of Jujutsu kaisen within two days and i don't know it was just really fun definitely a highlight of the year it was super exciting to have her here and show her around my hometown and everything to just show her around new england and i mean I would talk about Boston so much that it was super exciting to actually get to show her the things that I would talk about. So she finally got to put faces to names and also places to things that I have been talking about. And also, she said that she would never come for a New England winter, but yet she stayed for a few days. And again, Julia, shout out to you that you were able to handle a New England winter because, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. And so it was very... I was very appreciative that you came up and me and my family are super excited to have you again. And then number three was getting my first apartment. That was definitely a big milestone. There was a lot of bumps, especially at the beginning, but you know, we're finally at a point where we're very comfortable in the apartment. Um, I've definitely gotten a lot more used to it, but it's really, really nice living on my own. And when I say on my own, that's with an asterisk next to it. Obviously, like I have a roommate. But just getting to be independent has been something that I've been looking forward to my entire life. Anybody who knows me can tell you that I'm a very independent person. And it's just really nice to be able to sort of spread my wings and fly. And I mean, yeah, there's not much more I can say to that. It's just been really nice. And then number two was I was the unit leader at my camp, which is just sort of like a manager. And like, honestly, I had the best summer ever. It was so amazing. Everybody I worked with was absolutely wonderful. And I, I don't know, it was really good. I have so many memories from them. I look at my phone and I see all the pictures that I took and it just makes me so, so happy. It was just like, it was a great leadership experience that I adore so, so much. And yeah, it was... I don't know. It was so good. One of my favorite memories from the entire summer was I had to staff one of the um overnights that we were doing for like kids who I think are in like eighth grade. And there wasn't a lot of them. There was only like six, but I was one of the people, like one of the staff members staying over. And so they were all sleeping outside in a tent. And, you know, I slept in my car with like the windows down and they ended up just like covering like my car and things. And like, from saying it out loud it sounds really mean but um from the pictures they actually didn't like surround it surround it like I had enough space to like get in and out of my car like I had plenty of space like I could fully open my door without hitting anything it was just they surrounded my car to be funny and like they really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed it like I don't know it was overall a great time and I thought it was very funny and silly and that just happened on the last day and I don't know it was just so fun. There was a lot of great memories from that summer. And I don't know, summer 2022, I think, is one of the best summers I've had so far. And easily, num- like, one of the highest moments of the entire year. And, I mean, 
I don't know. It's definitely one of the best moments I've had in a long time, or one of the best summers I've had in a long time. And then finally, number one on my list, we're there, um, finishing my freshman year of college. My freshman year of college is some of the best moments I've had in my entire life. It was so, so fun. I made so many great friends. I ate so much food. I did not gain the freshman 15. I actually did the reverse and lost weight just because the food at my university, not great. I'm just going to be so straight up about that. It sucks ass. But the food in the area was phenomenal. So when I got to try that food, it was so good. And I, I don't know. I met so many, many I've, ooh, I've met so many cool people that I am so, so grateful for. And I did get to skip a year because of AP credits that I had. So technically, I'm a second year, but I'm a junior. But yeah, that's why. That's how that works. I didn't need to explain that, but yeah, whatever. I don't know. It was such a great time. We had what I... We have what we call the Cheyenne Squared birthday because I ended up living on the same floor with another person named Cheyenne and we ended up becoming besties. And Cheyenne, if you're listening to the podcast, shout out to you. You're absolutely amazing and I love you so much and I miss you so much. But yeah, it was, I don't know. I made some great friends, made some great memories. And it is a time that I will always look back on and feel so happy about and look at it so fondly. It was a great time. And I feel very grateful just because transitioning into college can be a very difficult time. And I definitely witnessed people having a difficult time. But I feel very grateful that I had a very easy and smooth transition. And a lot of my friends had easy and smooth transitions that we all just had, like, overall had a really fun time and got to make some really long lasting and core memories and some really strong friendships that I hope last into the future. And I don't know. It was just really nice. I know that this podcast was a lot of me saying that this that things were just nice and great and amazing. But 2022 truly had some great moments, had some great pieces of media, had some terrific food and amazing experiences. And I'm really grateful for it. But at the same time, I mean, there were definitely downs that I didn't touch on. Like there was a moment that I loved working at my camp, but there was a branch that nearly fell on my head and definitely could have killed me, which was scary. And also my car got robbed. So like there were definitely downsides to the year and obviously more personal things that I'm not going to go and talk about. But I'm still grateful for all of the amazing things that I did get, that I got to do and I got to experience, experience and the amazing people I got to experience them with that I am so incredibly grateful for, and I love you all so, so much. But at the same time, I am so incredibly excited to see what 2023 has in store for me. The theme of this year is creativity, and that is my main theme, along with drinking more water. (laughs) Creativity and drinking more water are my goals for the year, and I'm so excited to see where that goes. I have lots of plans for this year, And I am just so, so excited to go and do those. And I hope all of y'all will join me for the ride. So yeah, thank you so much for joining me today. And if you listened all the way through this, honestly, thank you so much. You have 
you truly have no idea how grateful I am for you. And I hope you consider subscribing. I hope you enjoyed this. This one is a bit different from what I'm planning to do, but I just wanted to put it out there because I thought it'd be really nice. And it was really good for me, honestly, to go back through and pick up those moments that I was grateful for because it's really easy to look at all the bad. And so it was just really nice to pull out all of the positive moments. And so, yeah, please make sure to follow, get the, or subscribe, I don't know, wherever you're listening to this. Make sure you ring that notification bell or, I don't know. I don't know how it works on different platforms, to be completely honest. I'll learn at some point, but not right now. And make sure you go follow me on my other social media platforms. I do gaming on my gaming channel at Solishai, spelled S-O-L-E-I-L-C-H-Y. And I also do cooking, as I previously mentioned, on my YouTube channel at Shy Smith, C-H-Y-S-M-I-T-H. So you can go look at those. I am so, so excited to share my ideas and passions and creativity with you all this year. And I hope you stick around to see it. So anyways, again, thank you, thank you so much. I love and adore all of you. Happy, happy new year, and I'm so excited to spend this year with you, and I hope you're excited to hear what I'm going to do this year. So anyways, I've gone on long enough. I will see y'all in the next episode. See ya!